God's Nation, you're listening to the PCAST. I am Casey Krieger. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that is ready for the first full week of college and NFL football. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Alex, the NFL is back. It it's, sure is. It's back, back, because it's, it it's game day. Yes, it is. It's not just game week. Week one. It is game NFL kickoff. Day. Bills and Rams tonight. It's Thursday night. You're probably not going to hear this till Friday, but that's not the point. Yep. It's game week. It sure is. Josh Allen is going to toss that pigskin all over the yard tonight on Thursday Night Football. I mean, he's just he can see everybody because he's so tall. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Uh, What's your prediction for it? Josh Allen, 72. Everybody else, zero. Jesus. Okay. Not even the Bills. Just Josh Allen. Josh Allen. He's going to go off for 72 points. Yes. We, we That'll are, be great to see. We're the world's number one Austin P. Josh Allen podcast. We sure are. Uh, and that's just that. Who the Titans play? Giants. Oh, yeah. I picked up the Titans defense in fantasy. Yeah, I was really upset whenever I saw that. Yeah, you can't, you can't wait for the waiver wire to open up, Alex. You've got to put the claims in before, okay. and they process at 2.30 in the morning. See, I realize that I've also picked up, like, four different people on waiver wires. because uh, Alex didn't make it to the draft. It no. auto-drafted his entire roster, and he drafted Kirk Cousins and Tua Tagovailoa to be his quarterback. <laughs> what was? Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Oh, crap, no, I can't say it. Yeah, all right. So Alex's quarterbacks are Tua and Kirk Cousins. Not and, good. And Not I got good. CMC, who I'm pretty sure I've talked trash about before. So Yeah, how does it feel that your quarterbacks are Kirk Cousins and Tua? And in the exact same league, I have two of the top three quarterbacks in fantasy football with Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. I hate that. I'll take, like, four players of mm-hmm. my choosing and give you mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. No. All right. Quarter- uh, you would have had him for like, the next four years. But See, the thing – that's good because it's a keeper league. Yeah, whatever. But – Still, I was so upset whenever I got locked out of it because it was like I was with soccer at MTSU. I don't know how you got locked out of it. I just couldn't log in. I kept on getting like a error, unable to log in or unable to load, blah, blah, blah. You couldn't even get on your account? No. But no. I could that afternoon. That's your own fault. I um, guess. Yeah, not looking good. It was rough. It, I feel like I'm going to win the league again. Probably. Uh, it's just what I do. Probably. It's just what I do. I, uh, I picked Cooper Cup at 12 because he was a keeper. And then I'm sitting there, and somebody had already picked my, my – my, my plan was Travis Kelsey at 13. Yeah. And he got picked, like, fifth. Yeah. By Cody. Cody Bush. Cody Bush. Uh, yeah. So I got Devontae Adams, which – my bad. That's still I'll, not bad. I'll take two of the best receivers in the league. Whoops. You freaking cheater. I don't even know how you – I don't even know how you cheat. I, fo- I follow all of the rules. I just happen to be better at, at this than everybody, and I win. This how is lo- even my best fantasy team. My one on ESPN mm-hmm. is just – I mean, they're a wagon. So how long have you been in this fantasy? It's like, like my third year, and in two years in the league, I went mm-hmm. second and first. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Don't worry. I've got the underdog. The double-A team coming in hot. We'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, you know what else is all the way back? What's that? Game of Thrones. 
all the way back. House of Dragon is incredible. Is it? I mean, it is starting off just as good as the original Game of Thrones. I'm sure they're going to just cause us all much sadness and disappointment at the end when they somehow ruin it. Probably. Um, It's a little different because they keep jumping. It's a prequel, obviously. Mm -hmm. And they're covering a lot more time than the original show. So they're like... The last episode jumped ahead like two years to like okay. from episode to episode. And like, mm-hmm. apparently it's going to keep happening because the main character is going to switch actresses so she can be an older character and okay. like two more episodes. That's weird. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, they're trying to like cover a lot of history mm-hmm. that like you. And the crazy thing is if you like, you'll see videos on like Twitter and Instagram. Like I don't catch all these off the top of my head. I catch some of them, but you'll hear them talk about on the new show things and they'll say names or talk about events. Right. But then like, they talked about those events because that was like the history in the original Game of Thrones show. Gotcha. So like they're connecting very well, and that's pretty cool to see. Like somebody post a TikTok video, like and it'll be like the original show talking about somebody mm-hmm. doing something. Then like the new show just showed that happening. Cool. So yeah, th- there just seems to be a lot of stuff with Game of Thrones. There's a lot. And it's like I mean I've never really watched it's a it, lot. so it's like I, I'm I'm so late into the game. I don't. I even want know Game of Thrones at your top of the list on things to watch. I think. I could do that. It's good. It's what, so good. What's it on? HBO Max. It's gotcha. HBO show. Gotcha. Alex. Yes, sir. Awesome. He played soccer last week. We did. How'd that go? Wasn't great. Eh, it happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I said earlier, we're at MTSU. MTSU is a good team. Good team. Um, yeah. Conference USA team. And they had a they had a chip on their shoulder going into it. Their head coach had 199 wins, and they were <laughs> wanted number 200. <laughs> they really wanted number 200 against the Govs, and uh, they, they got, got it. it. They got it. They got. It. I mean, they scored in like the first 10 minutes. Kind of took the wind out of our sails. And uh, I think they got out to a 2-0 lead. Um, was it a 2? I can't remember if they got out to a 2-0 lead or a 3-0 lead before Carly Roberts scored her first career goal. First career goal. Had an yep. assist before, not a goal. Exactly. Um, so that was really good. And uh, But, yeah, it's a 3-1 loss, but we'll bounce back. And uh, better Austin Penis, football team won 63 donut against Presbyterian. Big win. It's a big donut for big. the Blue Hose. 63-0. The Govs left all that mess around at home, and they just they took care of business against Presbyterian. Uh, quarterback Mike Delillo, 18 for 27, 254 yards, four touchdowns. It threw the air, and he only played 34 minutes of the game. He also ran for a touchdown. He only played 34 minutes. Uh, Trey Goodman caught two of the touchdowns. James Burns caught another one. That was his first Austin P touchdown. Josh DeCambra caught his first Austin P touchdown from Mike Delillo. It was a jump ball in the corner. He straight up mossed it. Oh, yeah. Just went right over him. Uh, DeCambra caught another pass. Another touchdown from Sheldon Lehman in the third quarter. All six healthy quarterbacks on the Austin P roster played. Good to get everybody in the game, get some experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went from DeLillo to Lehman to Robinson to Locklear to Gene to Gerard Bullock. Everybody played. Yeah. So, you know, good good for all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, C.J. Evans, he ran for 150 – or no, he ran 15 times for 106 yards and two touchdowns. It's his second career multi-TD game. And then redshirt freshman Javon Jackson carried the ball 24 times for 167 yards and a touchdown. He was the ace on freshman of the week. And, boy, he is a problem for teams coming in the second half. Because yeah. like, CJ, I think, t- took most of the carries early. Mm-hmm. But when you're, you're wore out and you're tired and J- Javon Jackson just comes and runs through you, you know, there's not much you're going to do about it. I mean, we have a three-headed monster at running back now. We are deep at running back. Very deep. He is good. And he is a – I mean, Josh Samuel and CJ Evans are your one-two. And Javon Jackson is your three. Like, he's not a three. He's, he might be the third guy to play, mm-hmm. but he's not a three. Yeah. He's, it's like 1A, 1B, 2. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it, they're all good. They can all get in there and play at any point. I think mm-hmm. I would trust all three of those guys to carry the ball. I would too. I can't wait to see what they start doing um, 
you know, against bigger opponents, against a competition. Yeah, I think, Javon, I think Javon's going to have some success because he's got a little bit of a punch when he runs. He, he yeah. runs angry. He'll right. run you over. He's not mm-hmm. afraid to uh, – he can make you miss if he needs to, but I don't mm-hmm. think he wants to. I think he likes running people over. Just straight through them. Yeah. Uh, he was the freshman of the week. Uh, Mike DeLillo should have been the offensive player of the week, but uh, those stats, they speak for themselves apparently. Apparently not, though. But, I mean, uh, to, to do what he did in 34 minutes, like, yes. I feel like that's something that – Yeah, and I he mean, won, people and just he won his game. And yeah. uh, the, the co-offensive players of the week. One of them lost their game, mm-hmm. and the other one completed 45% of his passes. We'll let you do the research on those two. Uh, we won't talk about them anymore. I digress. Nope. But one loss and one of them was a 45% completion rate. So that's all. The defense had a good day, too. Yeah. They've had a couple of good days now. First, first shutout since 2018. That was also against Presbyterian way back then. Josh Rudolph led the way with nine tackles. Antoine Williams added another five tackles, and he blocked a punt. Uh, those two rank first and third in the conference in tackles. Williams leads the league, and Rudolph is third. But when you look at just solo tackles, mm-hmm. they are number one and number two. If those two get a hold of you, you are not going anywhere. No. They are going to make the tackle. Uh, they're pretty fun to watch there at linebacker. JV McCray also made a career-high four tackles. Two tackles for loss for the big fellow there in the middle. He forced a fumble and recovered it also. Mm-hmm. So pretty good for him. And then Javon Young had a tackle for loss and hit the gravedigger celebration. Uh he got asked about that on Inside the Film Room yesterday, and yeah. then Coach Jones quote tweeted it was like, had to teach the guys the original grave digger and tweeted at some uh, old Packers defensive lineman. I guess that was his celebration. But Javon did say he stole it from Ray Horton, so apparently Ray Horton does that. Okay. Uh, the, the, get the shovel yep. and dig it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, you, talk, you talked about it after the Western game. This defense is looking good. They're going to be good. They're hey, They're going to be good. They're going to be good. I, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, and we really haven't had anybody like Western threw the ball, but like Presbyterian really didn't. They really yeah. like test our secondary. Like, but why? They, would, why would you? They honestly just couldn't do very much. They especially couldn't do much at all. Um, I'm excited to see what happens when somebody actually tries our mm-hmm. tries our secondary because, like, I think they're really good. Yep. And obviously, Western's a good team. So, like, they did well against Western, but the Western still did some things against them. I would like to see a team because Presbyterian wasn't going to be able to throw the ball against them. I want to see somebody actually right. try them and see what they can do. I think I think the game that we have this week. Uh, I, th- I run, think nope, they're going to run the ball. You don't think they're going to pass it very much? Oh, no, no, they want to run the ball. They had the swax leading rusher from last year. Gotcha. Yeah, so they're going to they're gonna run wrong. the ball. They're going to run the ball. Alex. Yes. The volleyball team played last week. They went they down did. to Tallahassee. They played Florida A&M, Florida State. They beat Florida A&M 3-2, to and they lost to Florida State 3-1. to mm-hmm. How'd those matches go? I, thought, I mean, really well. I mean, Florida it, A&M's big win. That's an NCAA tournament team. Yeah, that's an NCAA tournament team. They won the SWAC last year. I know they returned quite a bit of their, bit of their players. And, I mean, it helps when Michaela Powell has the best day of her career as a go. The best day. The best day. What is the best day? So she had 20 kills. 20 kills. That's, against, a lot of, that's a lot of kills. It is quite a bit of kills. Yeah, quite a few. And, um, I mean, she. I don't think she had an error in the game. 20 I'm, kills, no errors? Yeah. A 1,000 hitting percentage, you might say. No, because that doesn't mean she connects on every attack. Oh, you're right. But, okay, but anyways, for Michaela Powell, who's had a lot of great games. Yeah, to, pretty impressive. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she kind of just led the way. And that was a game that, you know, you and I talked about, like, we definitely could win. But a lot of people outside definitely probably didn't expect us to win. So it was, it was a good match. Um, Florida State. Got to set off an ACC team. Yeah. And, I mean, Florida State, that's another NCAA tournament team. Um, that's a good ACC team. That's a team that's probably going to win the ACC this year. Uh, it's between, like, them and, like, Georgia Tech. But Gubs dropped 3-1. I mean, they, take the, they took the second set, 25-23, to after losing the first set, 12-25. or 12 to 25. So it's a pretty good jump back. Yeah, not bad. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, Govs dropped that one. But 
back in action this week. That's about all that happened last week. There's a lot more happening next week, and uh, we'll talk to that after we talk to Samantha Miner of the Ossipee softball team. She is going to join us next. Joining us on the PCAST, she just started her sophomore year at Austin P on the softball team. She's a pitcher from Highland, Illinois. It's Samantha Miner. Sam, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing really well this morning. It's been a busy morning, but good. No complaints. Busy what, week, What but makes good. the morning so busy? Um, right now, we're in. We're about to start 20-hour weeks, but we're doing 6.15 lifts, and I go straight into my 8 a.m. class, and then I have a 9.30 class, so I'm on my one-hour break before I have my third class and a bullpen today. What is the 8 a.m. class? I have anatomical kinesiology, and then I go to a anatomy two lecture hall. After that, those are tough in the morning. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it is. You have to. I have to really lock in and like pay attention. Does the, does sure the morning notes. lift help you kind of like wake up and get ready for those? Yes and no. Sometimes it makes it harder because it's you're drained from the lift and you're focused on doing that that early in the morning. But then sometimes, like if it's a really good lift and you're just like feeling the day, then you're like. I'm ready for the day. I feel like the mornings when I work out before work, I always am like more locked in at like 8 a.m. I feel like they they make the day go better, but you're also sometimes you're sore. You're walking, you're like you limping around, a little more walking, <laughs> limping around campus a little bit from being sore. But so how are classes going this semester? We're what two or three weeks in? Yes, they're two three weeks in, and like I'm actually more into my major this year. Like last year was gen eds, and I have five in person classes, which is a heavier load. And then I have one online, and they're all HHP, like human health health and performance classes. And then I have two biology anatomy ones. You're answering my next question before I can even ask. Oh, so I was going to ask about the second semester. So is you, in-person classes, do you like those or online more? Because I feel like it's a weird mix now since there's a lot more online classes than there used to be. I think, like, depending on the class, like, for my harder classes, I'd rather them be in-person because I have to go, like, physically do it like go in there, listen, which like online classes, I am I do perfectly fine doing those, but I prefer like the harder classes I actually have to physically go in. I feel like that's a pretty common answer for most yeah. people. All right, so the first thing I noticed about you when I looked at your bio on our website, everyone in your family is a college athlete. You're a college softball player. Your sister plays college softball. Uh, your mom played volleyball and softball at St. Yes. Thomas, and your dad wrestled at Southern Illinois. What's it like being from such an athletic family where like everybody is kind of in it like that? I think it was like, it was not like it was expected kind of of me to go to college to play sports and like it wasn't that I didn't want to. I definitely did want to, but it was just kind of like I had the ability to do it. So why wouldn't I? And also help get my academics paid for. And like that's always been my goal. And like growing up, my sister always like was playing softball, so I was trying to follow after her. And like the friendly competition between siblings that always helps. And, like, I looked up to her, and, like, I always – like, we played different sports when we were kids. Like, I played, like, soccer and basketball and that kind of thing. But, like, my sister stuck with softball, and I was like, well, I want to be like her. So I stuck with softball, and it just kind of spiraled with that. And then my parents, like, they both have hard work ethics. So, like, they enforced that into us when we were younger. So, like, I feel like that made it 
not necessarily easier, but like we had that structure. You knew, what, you knew what it was expected. You knew what yeah. you, had to, you had to do to get there. Right. So you're the younger sister, right? Yes. So you're a pitcher. What position Correct. does your sister play? She used to pitch before college, but she played. She just finished her last year in the spring. She was at a D3, and she transferred from a JUCO. So she's been to two different schools, but she played first base, and she was a hitter. Uh, could your sister get a hit off you? We She could, but then I can also – I can strike her out at the same if time. We're doing like ten at bats. How many? How many are you getting her out on? Oh, she really went off this last season. Like she was just, she was hitting the ball hard. I feel like I'm gonna get her more. I'm gonna give her. She's gonna get four good hits off me out of ten. Pretty good. Pretty good for both of you. I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt that she's gonna. What was it like growing up with another? With this? how much older is she? She's four years older, but. I, like, stayed back a grade, so, like, okay. I'm the oldest. So, like, we weren't in high school together. So, you guys never got to play together? No, we didn't. What was it like growing up with her, though? Like, she played softball, you played softball. What was the competition like? Did you guys practice together a lot, I imagine? Yeah, we practiced a lot together, but, like, our relationship, honestly, we didn't become, like, close siblings and, like, bonded well, like, actually enjoying being around each other until she left for college. And, like, I think I finally matured a little bit, and, like, we kind of came to the same understanding. Like, I used to be, like, the younger sibling, like, annoying, just that kind of thing. But I would always, like, want to be like her, so, like, following her and, like, trying to, like, challenge myself to be like her, which I don't know how she thought about it, but I feel like it was – she was she's a good person to look up to, and, like, I've always looked up to her, and I still do, just, like, how she is on the field and as a person. Your mom played softball too. How does she? How did she ever got in there and took it bad off you? No, she hasn't. She honestly like, she was more so of a volleyball player. Like she's always like she knows more about volleyball, I think. But she still played softball. She hung up like catching whenever I was like I want to say like twelve. Like my dad just took over the catching. She would she, catch you. Yeah, she used to catch me and my sister. But she kind of like after we started throwing like movement pitches and like Start picking up speed she was like no your dad your dad's got this one cuz she didn't want to get hit <laughs> but i don't blame her all right now let's talk about your softball career uh, you've got some pretty insane stats from your high school your senior season uh, your team went 25 and 1 won the state championship now you as a pitcher 25 and 0 and 26 starts with a 0.19 ERA 16 shutouts 209 strikeouts and 181 innings pitch yes pretty good yeah, I had I my senior season was really fun. I like I enjoyed it a lot. You hit two that year. You hit three sixty with seven doubles, a triple, and a couple home runs. Uh, what was what was that year like? Cause that's that's a pretty good year. Um, honestly, going into it, not necessarily having low expectations, but like I wasn't sure how we were gonna do because it was we had a lot of girls graduate and it was like a younger team. So I was just kind of going into it like, okay, I'm gonna do what I can. I'm the senior. I'm just gonna have fun with it. It's my last year. And, like, we started playing, and we just kept, like, winning. And, like, oh, we're, like, good. Like, we just kept going and going, and the energy kept going. And I think it was, like, we were playing one game at a time. And then eventually we were, like, oh, we actually, like, can win this thing. Like, we just kept going. And, like, the way I am with hitting, that I don't hit in college anymore. I, I chose I, – I didn't necessarily practice hitting. I would just hit for fun. Like, all my focus has been on, like, pitching, and, like, that's what I strictly practice. Hitting, I would just, like – Go up there. Yeah, I just hit for fun and just rocked with it. But that season was so memorable. And, like, the team just, like, it was just fun all the time. Like, we were just out there playing together. And it wasn't, like, st not necessarily stressful. But we were just there. We were living in the moment. 
not worried about what's next or what happened before that. I mean, what's it like when you guys just can't lose? Like, you lost one time. Like, are you guys just locked in all the time, or is it like? I just I don't know what it was about that team. Like, we were just like. We just kept going and going. You just kept winning. Just kept like, happening. we were all playing for each other. Like, especially when we got into the postseason, like, a lot of girls surprised me, like, the younger ones that, like, stepped up. And, like, the state championship game, like, there was girls making plays that I had never seen them, play like, make before. And I think it was the point, like, my high school had never made it past super sectionals. The last people that made it that far was my sister. So they lost right before super sectionals because I remember going to that game. They lost before super sectionals they would have had it at state. So that was the last team that made it that far. And so like once we won super sectionals, which that was a game we did start losing. We were like down 2-1 and like we were honestly kind of struggling that game and we we're like we have nothing to lose. Like right. We've never made it this far. Let's just keep grinding it out and we kept winning. And I think that was like we weren't like a state championship team, so it was like we have nothing to lose. Let's just right. keep going and going. Uh did anyone else on that team play college softball? Um, my short, the shortstop that played with me, Sydney Parkinson, I've been playing with her since like middle school. Actually, honestly, we played since we were like ten year olds. Like she, I grew up playing with her. She plays at Truman State University in Missouri. It's yep. a D two. That's where she's playing right now. Um, we were the only two seniors that went and played college ball. But like the years before that, there's been some Wabash players. Yep. Like other people like that to play with my sister and stuff. But that's the best part about high school is you play with the same people from like elementary school and then you're all in the high school team together. Right, yeah. Uh, so you got recruited to come to Austin P. Uh, was the fact that you had three other family members that had been through college recruiting and like played college athletics, that help in that process? Not, I don't think my parents necessarily helped with that because they're like, it's changed so much. It was so different. It's so much different. And like, even with my sister, like, with softball especially, like, it was the same up until, like, my freshman year when we had that new rule, which was, like, you can't talk to coaches until your junior year, which that was, like, at first that was very stressful because people were, like, scrambling to try and get recruited and that kind of thing. But my travel ball organization that I play for, the Midland Magic, my coach is very, like, he's very well known for, like, getting kids recruited, and, like, he got my sister recruited, and that's his main goal for the team is it's he's not he's obviously worried about winning but like he wants to get girls recruited to play softball and so I played with them for my whole high school career so four years and the amount of coaches like I gotta like meet and stuff and like he would always have coaches at our game so like it was stressful but at the same time I knew I was going to be able to play somewhere like I was had that goal in my head the whole time, regardless of what division it was, I was gonna play college softball regardless. Was there any advice you got during that that just kind of helps you during the whole recruiting thing? Um, just be yourself, but also remember that you want to pick a place that's gonna be good for you. Like when I came here on my visit, it like felt like home. Like it felt like. I was going to be happy here, not just playing softball, but like the school itself. Like you don't want to just go somewhere based off the coaches because now I feel like it's teams flip coaches so quick. Like you don't want to go somewhere just based off the coach. You want to be somewhere that you're going to be entirely happy. I think the best advice I heard someone get was pick a school that you would be happy at if you ended up not being able to play your sport there. That, yeah, that part. And that's kind of what you said there. And it, I think that's good advice for everyone that's getting recruited. So when I ask everyone about you, the one thing everyone told me was that you're a big shoe collector, a big sneakerhead, 
Do you like? Do you do you have a lot of pair? Do you have a lot of shoes? How many pairs do you have? I don't know. I. I feel like I'm getting a good variety. I've grown my collection. I don't know if I'd even call it a collection. I just have like a lot of shoes and I've been like getting a lot of different ones lately. I'm honestly, I'm looking to buy new shoes right now because. Can we get a number on how many pairs? Do you have any idea? I don't even know if it's a lot. Like I've just gotten like cool. Um, I don't think it's a lot. I just feel like I've been getting, like I have a couple Jordans, like I like getting Jordans and then I have some Yeezys. Like I feel like I have a good, decent amount of variety, but then I also get like, I have these, they're bubble slides. They're not even like sneakers, but like I wear them and people are like, what are those? I'm like- A bubble slide. They're called bubble slides. They're from, literally from Amazon and you put like croc charms in them. And I got them like last spring and I was wearing them around and people are like, what are those, what are those? I'm like, they're bubble slides. I think they're so cool and like, I get shoes like, sometimes I just get shoes and I don't even have outfits for them. I just like how they look. I'm like, I really want them. So then I'll get them. And then I have to go shopping for an outfit after that. Are the bubble slides your favorite pair or is another pair your, your favorite? I don't think they're my favorite. I just like wearing them. Do you have my favorite? favorite pair of shoes are probably my university Jordan fours. Which ones my are UNCs. those? They're blue. The North Carolina blue ones? I don't know if it, uh, yeah, I, get, I don't even, I think it's those. Yeah. The UNC blue ones. And they're suede. Those are probably my favorite pair of shoes right now. But my roommate, Skylar, and my sister just got me a pair of threes for my birthday. The rust pink threes. I still don't have an outfit for those yet. Is there one pair you want to get the most that, like, you're looking for or just can't find? No, I don't think it's can't finding them. It's, like, the price of shoes now is crazy. Like, yeah, because everybody wants them. Everyone wants them, and they're so expensive. Like, I really want a pair of black hats, but... They're like, in my size, they're like 800 bucks. And I really don't want to spend that on shoes, especially in college right now. That's just crazy to me. But 800 is a lot of, a lot of money for some I, shoes. <laughs> my parents are like, my mom, like every time they come down here, I see them and they're like, they're like, where'd you get those shoes from? I'm like, I might have got another pair. And my mom's like, you need to chill. I'm like, I know, but I, I just can't help it. Like if I save up money, I'm like, the first thing I want to do is get a pair of shoes. All right, so I asked Coach Stanfield about you, and one of the things she told me was that you like to wear a blonde mullet wig. I'm <laughs> going to need you to, to talk about that. What's the deal with that? Okay, honestly, it's random. So, like, um, in high school, we had um, – it was, like, a camo-themed game for, like, one of our football games. Right. And so we went to Walmart. Like, I'm from a small town, so, like, there's not much to do at all. So went to Walmart before our football game, and I was like, Maybe I should, like, we were going country-themed camo. I was like, maybe I should just get this mullet and wear it to the game. It'll be funny, that kind of thing. So I got it then. I would just wear it randomly, like, throughout high school, like, depending on the themed games. And then we ended up taking it for softball. We took it to state. We started taking it to the games and stuff, like our rally wig. So we took it to that. And then it ended up just being in my trunk when I came to college. Like, I didn't even realize it was in there. And Harley Mullins, last year she graduated, she also had a mullet wig. So we ended up starting to wear it like when we'd travel and stuff and we'd have it in the dugout or we'd have it in the locker room and just like mess around with it. And I also wore it in jock and roll because I played Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. So for my act, I was wearing the mullet wig. Where did you guys finish in jock and roll? Because I remember that performance. I think we tied for third. I'm pretty sure. Would you like to dispute the judge's decision there? Do you think you should have won? I don't know. I, for your chair a little bit for that. No, I don't think we should have won because I do think football and I really think track had both really good performances. I think ours was very long, but I still think like 
I think the time we put into it was we were practicing for like a month and a half before. Those line dances were so hard to learn. Like, and I still mess up during the dance because I was just stressed out. But the, we were practicing like when we travel for tournaments, which is like every weekend. If the like night we get there Friday night, we'd be down in like the conference room practicing doing line dances. Yes, we because we all had to learn them, and there was like fifteen or sixteen of us doing line dances, and it's about a five minute. It was a five minute routine that we did. That's a, that's a long. That's a it's lot a, of dancing. <laughs> that's a workout. It is, and I remember we, when we were practicing in the dorm. It was literally like we were up there sweating. Yeah, it's a workout, but it was fun doing it. I'm, ex- I don't know what we're doing yet this year, but I want to win this you guys year. About to, you got to start planning now, right? That's exactly what Lexi Osowski said. She literally said, she we wants need to, to win. <laughs> she does. Lexi is competitive. I want to win too, but I, I want to do something really funny. But people I don't, don't know understand to... how competitive jock and roll gets. People get mad when they lose. Yeah. You've had people come on this podcast to complain about the decision the judges made. I don't blame them because I feel like they had really good acts. I think ours was good though, too. But. So, talking about dancing, I've also heard you do a lot of TikTok dances. Do, do, are, do you, are you making TikToks? Okay, so like, I do make a lot of TikToks. Like, What's your most views? Mm, I think one of them's at like 36,000, which I don't think that's, that's a, lot. a lot. That's a lot. I just, I make TikToks a lot and they're just random. Like some people like have themes with TikToks and I don't just do like the, like I do some that are like the popular ones, but I also just do random stuff on TikTok that I think is funny. Like that's how it is with like, not all my social media. I feel like just Snapchat and TikTok. I'm just like myself and like, I'm, I think I'm a pretty funny person, <laughs> but I'm just goofy. So like on TikTok, I just, I'm myself and people funny. think, people think it's funny. Dre McRae also mentioned TikTok when I asked him about you. Have you ever got Dre in a TikTok? Oh no. He said he might be in one. I asked him. Oh, I think he's in one. No, his, I have one in his dorm room and his teddy bears in the back. Dre McRae, big teddy bear guy. It's, I don't think it's a big teddy bear. It's just this little one that he has a hat but on. he's it. a teddy bear guy. You can't touch it. Oh, he I, doesn't let anyone touch you it. You learn something new about a guy every day. I just remember I posted something one time when I was in there with Skylar in Denver, and he was like, don't touch. And I was like, oh, wow. He, he was serious, too, about it. <laughs> Dre also told me about uh, your Halloween costume. He said you dressed up as vector i don't know who, what is it who have is, you seen despicable me i have not oh my gosh vector is the villain in despicable me i thought it was Gru. no Gru's he's a good bad guy but vector is like the villain of the Gru. so vector wears this orange tracksuit and he's got a little gut on him and he's got like this black bowl cut and he wears these glasses and honestly it was a last minute costume idea and i just wanted to be funny and i thought it was going to be funny so i Ordered a tracksuit from Amazon War, and it was honestly hilarious. And I don't even know where my tracksuit is because people have been, like, I don't even, the soccer girls asked if they could borrow it for one of their practices, but I couldn't find it. But that's what I dressed up for Halloween. And Did you have any of the minions with you? No. That's I went, the only thing I know about the Spickle Me's. There's some minions. No, Harley was going to dress up as Gru, but her costume didn't come in in time. Okay. But I did, I got best costume at our Halloween party, and... I think I won Best Pumpkin. Me and my group won Best Pumpkin, and I got Best Costume. What did you guys carve in the pumpkin? We did um, – we didn't carve it. We were doing uh, paintings. Okay. So we did the alien thing from Toy Story. Yes. You know the aliens that Yeah, the are, one with the claw. Yes, those. That's what we, we painted that, and we stuck um, styrofoam on, the, on it to I give like it the it. antenna. I like it. 
so coach told me to, she said, you're a person that wins practice. It's time for practice or workouts. So you show up every day with a smile. You're greeting all your teammates. You're ready to go. How, how do you keep that kind of mindset when there's a lot demanded of you as a student athlete? Honestly, it's just the mentality that, like, if you show up and you – even if you have to force yourself to have a little bit of fun, it'll carry on because someone will bounce off that energy. Or, like, obviously you're going to have more fun at practice if you're laughing and stuff. Obviously there's times that you need to lock in, which, like – that's the thing I had to learn last year because, like, I do get distracted kind of easily. But, like, showing up and, like, just having fun with it, it makes it so much easier. Especially, like, right now we're doing our conditioning test, which, like, it is very hard. Nobody likes that. It's hard. And it's very mentally challenging. But if we can show up and, like, help each other just pass it. Also, my best friend, Skylar, she was my roommate last year. I talk about her a lot. But she's the same way as me. Like, we're both very energetic people. We both have big personalities. And, like, we just bounce off each other. And it's just hilarious. Like, it's so much more having fun. And, like, yes, it's early, but when we get going. show up in a bad mood and ruin everybody's day. Yes, it's a lot easier to do that than, than just having fun. But, honestly, personally, I just like having fun and, like, being lighthearted. It helps everyone. No, and, like, it makes people's days and, like, to me personally, it's harder to be in a bad mood than it is to like just be myself and enjoy what I'm doing. Perfect. What is your major? I'm a kinesiology major. Kinesiology. You want to be a chiropractor, right? Correct. That's what I'm thinking right now. How did you like get interested in you know, being a chiropractor? So or like, something or anything like that. I was thinking like I've always thought like physical therapy or something in athletics or chiropractic, and I was like, because I want to do something in athletic realm or like bodily room I don't want to sit and do paperwork like that's just me personally that would not work so like growing up when I'd have like small injuries or that kind of thing I'd be in physical therapy and I'm like this is interesting to me like I like the concept of it that kind of thing and then I would go to a chiropractor a couple times and then I honestly I would ask my because like the place I work out at back home in Illinois also has like physical therapy attached to it so it's a gym Mm -hmm. and physical therapist so like I always talk to them, like, I can ask them anything. They've known me since I was a kid, that kind of thing. And so, like, I found out that, like, chiropractors can, like, diagnose their patients and that kind of thing on the spot. Like, when you come in, Mm -hmm. they can diagnose you and tell you what's wrong. And I like that part because I can, like... You can help people. I can base what I want to do with you off of my diagnosis right there and then. Physical therapy, you have to go through other doctors and, like, different occupations I believe I might be off but this is from what my understanding is you have to do that before I can like you need to do this this and this for that I like I want to be in control of what I'm doing completely I just feel like in the long run that's what I want to do and like own my own practice because I want to be the head of something obviously it's going to take like I'm going to have to be under people and like which is good it's learning experience but yeah so one last question before our rapid fire questions. Okay. Why Austin P? Well, when I was looking at other schools, I was looking in Illinois and Indiana. And like Illinois and Indiana are pretty similar. And the school I was looking at in Illinois, a lot of people from my high school and a lot of people that I know already go to where that school was. And like I wanted to go somewhere completely different. I didn't want to know anyone. I just wanted to like fresh start like literally just knew everything so that was like one thing in my head I was like Austin P it's in Tennessee I know absolutely no one going here there's 
crazy thing is there's one girl from my high school that she started going to nursing program down here, which like I hadn't heard about Austin P until literally Coach K called me on my when recruitment opened. She like called and texted me and like I remember my coach mentioned it one time, but I didn't think anything of it. And then she contacted me and we set up a visit and that kind of thing. And my dad was like, my grandpa was like stationed down here at Fort Campbell. And yep. he's like, that's kind of cool. Like my dad thought that was like a cool connection. And I was like, okay, we'll go to a visit. I was just being open-minded because it's like recruitment. I want to keep all my options open. And then I came down here, not like having any expectations at all. And I was like, I absolutely love it. Like Coach K, she's like, you've met her. She's yeah, awesome. She's, she's literally exactly how she, she coaches exactly how she is. She's just an awesome person. And then everyone that we met on the visit, everyone was like, super happy like that's one thing like going to camps and stuff in recruitment pay attention to how the players are some mm -hmm. of them might be acting but like all the players were happy to be here like and they really um stressed on the family atmosphere which like that's what i stress when recruits come here because i'm like they're so true like that's so true what they say about that here i believe especially in our softball team like it's family and like they're your built-in best friends and that's I just really like the idea that, especially since I'm four hours away from home and I'm going to go somewhere that I don't know anyone, I want it to be, like, welcoming. I want to be able to, like, build something here and have something here. Perfect. All right. You ready for our rapid-fire questions? I think so, yeah. All right. First one, what's your favorite word or saying? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what's the last book you read? I had to read fully, like, fully through a book. Or just in the book I read? Either. What's the last one you read? Full Throttle, because I had to read it the other day for my sports psychology class. What mm. is Full Throttle? It's about sports psychology, obviously. Okay. But um, it goes in depth about, like, different athletes and, like, different competitors and organizations and how, like, it's not just mental game, but basically just, like, experience, that kind of thing. I didn't read it fully. I just had to read for a couple chapters. And then we didn't fully read Mind Gym last spring, but our softball team, we read it. I think we were more than halfway. We read Mind Gym together, and we did, like, assi not assignments, but we, like, did projects and stuff with that, which is another mental-focused book. But it was good. What's your worst habit? Oh. I don't know. My worst habit? I wouldn't – in softball or just in general? Just in, in, in general. Probably procrastination. Do a lot of homework on Sundays? Yes, I do procrastinate my homework. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Would I be allowed to jog at all? Walk. Speed walk? Uh, probably not. One foot on the ground at all times. Mm, no. That's back-to-back so. back people saying no. We had a long I know I could – because I, if I run a mile, like if I run a mile in treadmill, I know I'm getting – Eight minutes. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm getting it walking. I don't. Th I'm thinking I'm pushing maybe twelve minutes. What is one rule in any sport you would like to change or add? In any sport. Any sport. Oh, that one's hard. Ooh, softball make a bigger strike zone. Bigger strikes, want more strikes? Yeah. I, th I was I was thinking you might go with what's the one uh, when they call pitchers for an illegal pitch because they. Like oh, actually, yes, that's perfect because I get called on crow hopping, 
So you yes. just can't push off the ground. Like you have to keep your back foot on the ground, right? Right. And so like, if you look at pictures of me, I, I've always had this habit. I literally look like I'm like both my feet are off the ground. Like when I yeah. stride off, I'm airborne for like a split second. Like most people, when they watch me, you don't see it, but some umpires pay attention to it. And, and like, you. yes. So yeah, I would change that because I get called on that sometimes. What app on your phone gets the most use? Mm, Snapchat or TikTok. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Mm, like for a birthday or just like literally anything? Just the last gift. Birthday, anything. Just wanted to give somebody something. Why can't I think? It was my birthday, so people were giving me gifts. When was your birthday? August 14th. Well, happy birthday. Late. Hey. Happy, very, super <laughs> very late birthday. Late. <laughs> very late. It was last month. I feel like I, um, I think I sent, I think I sent my friend money on her birthday. There you go. That works. On Vimo, I think. All right. So if we're casting a movie about you, who are you picking to play yourself? And like an actor? It can be an actor. It could be anybody. Dre, last week, Dre picked Trey Goodman to play him. I honestly would probably pick Skylar because she always mocks, not mocks me, but she impersonates me. I would probably pick Skylar because she's got me down to a T. I think a lot of people pick their roommates because they just know them so well. Yeah. You live together for a while and you, you can just be another person. Yeah, I would pick Skylar Sheridan for sure. What's the most embarrassing song you love? Ooh. My fa okay, I don't even listen to country like that anymore, but Fishing in the Dark is my favorite country song by Nitty Gritty Band. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally it's like, a good song. it's so good. It's my favorite country song. If you could go to any concert, who would it be and why? I would go to an NBA Youngboy concert because he's my favorite. Perfect. Uh, what is one place in the world you want to visit the most? Hmm. I want to go, though, I don't know what it's called. It's those islands with those um, wild pigs that swim. Okay, like in the Pacific. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I know I what you're talking about. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm not sure which island it is. I don't know what it's called, but like whenever I see videos of that, just I'm like, just those little pigs that just walk yes, around this and they swim with them. I think it's so cute. <laughs> if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Any three people ever? Adam Sandler, because okay. he's funny. Um, Kevin Hart, and I want to do a girl. Hmm. Sorry. I got to really think on this one. No, you're fine. Maybe Megan the Stallion. I feel like that would be a funny dinner. Megan the Stallion, Kevin Hart, and Adam Sandler. Look I feel like that would be a fun dinner. A lot, lot of laughs. Uh, who or what inspires you? My sister a lot. She really inspires me. Just because, like, a lot of the stuff I, like, try and be her. Not like mirror her, but like I look up to her a lot and I like to make her proud, especially like she's one person that I don't want to let down. And she's one person I don't, she's going to support me regardless. She doesn't care if I make mistakes. She's always there for me. What advice would you give to your younger self? Don't care what people think, which like that I'm to that point now. Like I really, I do what I want. I have fun. Like. I'm a happy person. I'm not embarrassed, but like, just do what makes you happy. Be you. Have your own personality. All right. So our last question comes from Dre McRae. 
He wants to know what's your favorite memory at Austin P. Oh, wow. My favorite memory at Austin P. I might need a minute on this one. It's probably one in the dorms. I love the dorms. It's good to be a lot of, around a lot of people. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's probably honestly something simple, too, though. Oh my gosh, I can't think. There's literally, I have so many memories, but like I can't even think of like one that sticks out right now. Just the dorms in general? No, I don't want to say that. Um, I have a, oh, this is just a really funny memory. This like, this one always makes me like laugh. So our first weekend here last year, it was me, Kylie Campbell, Skylar Sheridan was driving, and Reese Calhoun. And we were, we were coming by, we were at the four-way down by Cookout and Long John Silver's and McDonald's. And so we were, Long John Silver's, we were turning, like, you know, the McDonald's one. And there's that cement median, right, yep. that you have to go around before yep. you turn. Well, Skylar, this is when we were new driving here. Skylar, Skylar didn't get across the didn't median. See it. She went in the complete wrong lane, and then there's cars coming. We're screaming. We're like, Skylar! <laughs> and she's like swerving trying not to hit these cars but we're like it was like one of the first times we literally had drove with her and I was just like oh my goodness what are we getting into because she completely just missed the median and Skylar drives crazy like there's been multiple instances I don't think I expected a near-death experience to be the answer there that's not my I don't know I couldn't <laughs> think of a favorite memory that's just one that's sticking out right now uh, you actually get to ask one more question. You get to ask next week's guest a question. What do you want to ask the next guest of the PCAST? Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. My brain's going to be fried after these anatomy classes. Um... Dre asked a good question. I can't steal his, though. Who? No. Mm -mm. Oh, my word. Dre's got me stumped. If you could play another sport, what would you play what and would, why? What would your other sport be? Yes. All right. Same. And it wouldn't even have to be, like, based off of your athletic ability, just, like, any sport just any sport what what sounds fun to you yeah cool what would you pick hmm. honestly probably volleyball volleyball mm -hmm. sam we appreciate you taking time to be on the pcast today uh you've got a class to get to in a little bit but uh good luck this semester good luck in the spring with softball and uh we'll be right back with the pcast thank you i appreciate it don't get too comfortable Ben. i get too comfortable Don't get too comfortable. Bet I get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. Bet I get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. Bet I get too comfortable. Four, five, four, supplement, and I'm gaining. A big thank you to Samantha Miner for stopping by in between classes. Talk to us on the PKS. It was a good interview. Good, to, good to talk to her. Never, never met Sam before that. It was a oh, good time. Go. Yeah, and very, very much enjoyed it. Alex. Yes, sir. 
the uh, there's a lot of Team USA stuff happening on my Twitter timeline these days. Apparently, a lot of different sports. Uh, first off, there's a little President's Cup golf action coming. Okay, it's like the Ryder Cup, but it's less exciting. Okay, uh, you don't know much about golf, so we're going to teach you about it. Go ahead. I, I told you the Ryder Cup is like you called it fight golf after I described it. I said fun golf. Oh, okay, fight golf, fun golf, a little bit of both. Team USA versus Europe gets very intense. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. The President's Cup's the same thing, but instead of it being Team USA versus Europe, it's Team USA versus the world. Mm-hmm. So you get like some some additions you don't get for like. The Ryder Cup. You get Hideki Matsuyama. You get uh, Adam Scott from Australia. You get some of the uh, the Latin American golfers. Uh, it's it's nice. It's a nice it's a nice little changeup. Team USA though. I mean, if they're not favored by a billion, yeah. Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, Sam Burns with the mustache, Scotty Scheffler, number one player in the world. Scotty Scheffler, I think. If not, he's he he was last year. Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa hits the best irons in the world. Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Cam Young, and the match play king himself. This ain't no hobby, folks. Kevin Kisner. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lose. They're not gonna lose. Okay. Kevin Kisner. I will take your Kevin word Kisner's for it. electric. I'm fired up for some Presidents Cup golf. I've stuff. never heard somebody so fired up. For I just golf. I love the Presidents and Riders Cup, and I like I said the Ryder Cup is way better. It's way more exciting, but mm-hmm. I enjoy watching both because I just like watching Team USA uh, win golf. That's fair. Another team USA that's looking pretty stacked right now. Mm-hmm. Next spring is the World Baseball Classic. Right. So it happens right, like, in the, it kind of interlaps over at Major League Baseball spring training so mm-hmm. you can get some of the players because they can leave spring training to go play. Okay. They wouldn't leave during the regular season. Since the Olympics got rid of baseball, World Baseball Classic's back for the first time in a long time. And Team USA did the only thing they could do to make sure this team would be good to start out. Because, like, a lot of guys be like, oh, I don't want to play. Like, yeah. I'm going to stay in spring training, whatever. Well, who did they get first off the bat? They got Mike Trout to be the captain and the first player to commit. It's a pretty big name. When you get the best American baseball player in the world to say, yeah, I'll go do it, despite Mm -hmm. my chronic back injuries, how can you say no? So, like, he's playing in it? He is playing. He is the captain. He will be on the team. And, like, how do you say no? Like, oh, if Mike Trout's going to do it, like, what what can I say no to? I mean, we'll just run through the lineup here. The outfield is Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and Bryce Harper. I know all those names, so you know you're going to know good. you're going to know a lot of these names, which how you know it's a good baseball team. Third infield, third base, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner at shortstop, Trevor Story at second base, Paul Goldschmidt, and then you got the best catcher in the world, J.T. Romito, and Pete Alonso, who's won like four home run derbies. It seems like he hasn't won four; he's won two. Is the DH? Um, Kyle Tucker, Cedric Mullins, Tim Anderson off the bench, Will Smith. Not, I, mean, I mean, what? They're not going to lose. So, so is this pretty? So this is. I know you said the Olympics don't have baseball this year because it's hosted in. I don't know when the next Olympics are. Uh, The only reason they had baseball in the last Olympics, where were they? Japan. Yeah. Japan, like, so the host nation can request sports Mm -hmm. to be added to their Olympics. Right. So, like, Japan, obviously, baseball's huge. So, Japan was like, we would like to have baseball in the Olympics Mm -hmm. because our fans would love it. We have Mm -hmm. a good team. So, they did that. Uh, That's why the World Baseball Classic took a little break because everybody's getting ready for the Olympics. But the World Baseball Classic has had, there's been three or four of them that Mm -hmm. they've filled in for the Olympics. Uh and it's all like TUSA won the last one. I think the Dominican or Puerto Rico won the ones before that. Maybe Japan won the first one. But Dominican and Puerto Rico have been TUSA's biggest rivals. Okay. And I'll tell you what. I'm not worried about a Puerto Rico team that's bragging about getting Javi Baez is like 129 batting average yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Love that, I, that guy, however, does play well when he plays for Puerto Rico. So mm-hmm. that's that's whatever. Very excited about the World Baseball Classic. Got to get some pitchers. Nobody has any pitchers yet, but uh, – is that just because like the pitchers haven't? Decided yeah, no one's to... like no one's really added any pitchers yet. It's all been hitters because it's a Got little it. easier for them to be like, yeah, I'll come. Pitchers like to leave in the middle of spring training. Right. It's a little harder, but ah, mm-hmm. we'll get there. It'll be exciting. We'll make you watch it. You'll you'll watch some baseball. I'm excited for America, Alex. For America, for USA. America. 
All right, let's talk about Austin P Sports. Uh, soccer, they're up first. They're going to play tonight, Thursday night. Yep. They may have already played by the time you hear this, but regardless, it's a red out. It is. At Mo Brosso. We're red. We're red to the red out at Mo Brosso against Belmont. Belmont. The Bruins of Belmont. Uh, what do you got on that one tonight, Alex? I mean, this is a match that. <coughs> Excuse me. Just Bless you. No, it was half, anyways, um, I mean, that's the Bruins. I mean, that's a team that. You know, we, we tend to play them very well in Clarksville. Because I know we, like, we have a winning record against them all time in Clarksville. Hear me out on Belmont in okay. soccer. Okay. I was the soccer SID for three years. Yep. We never once played Belmont at home. We played them on the road three times. How does that happen? I have no idea. It happened, though. Yeah, it did. Because I know, because the last time we played Belmont, they beat us 2 nothing. They scored two second-half goals. I mean, I remember just looking over your recap from last year. Was it last year or the year before? Whenever, the last time we played them. And it was like, you know, it's a close game. Like, yes, it was a two-score game, but it was we close throughout. close, but it's always there. Exactly. So now that it's here, we got the red out. It's, uh, it's youth soccer night. So I think we have 150 to 200 youth soccer kids going to be in there cheering. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be electric at Mobro, so. It's going to be just lit. Yeah. And then it, it's a winnable match. Like, our defense has been playing really well this year. Chloe um, Dion's been playing really well. Chloe Dion's been playing really well. Um, I think she's going to come out, like, absolutely on fire against Belmont. She, she's going to be mad after allowing those three goals against MTSU. And Chloe Dion you know, on a mission. She is going to be on a mission. Um, but it's going to be fun. Just got to get a couple of goals, you know, just put shots on the net. and Cycle we'll the puck fun. in deep, shots on net. What? That's what, that's what Dave Portman always says that about gotcha. hockey. He, he only shows up and watches the Bruins in the playoffs, and he just says, uh, <laughs> cycle, the, cycle the puck in deep, take shots on net. That, that's sure. I mean, whatever works. Shots on net. That's all we want. Uh, Sunday, September 11th game. Uh, that is, is, I believe, it is first responders and military appreciation yep. game. Mm-hmm. So uh, Alabama A&M coming yep. to town. It'll be a big game. A lot of people going to be there. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a, a lot I mean, of a lot of military presence. I know we have like first responders. We have the police. I mean, and I know a lot of fans are going to be coming out too. So it's just a perfect day to do that game. It, it is. It fit perfectly. Absolutely. And Alabama A&M taking nothing away from them, but that is going to be. It's a winnable match. Be I mean, last that's, year, three or four, nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a big game la- or big match last year, and that's your last non-conference game. So last you def- one. And I know coach has been talking about it. She's like, you know, we definitely want to go out with a pair of wins because we have Belmont on Thursday, and then we have Alabama A&M on Sunday, and then you have a full week to prepare for Lipscomb. I know we'll talk about them more next week, but you want to go out with two more, two more non-conference wins. The volleyball team's got a little uh, tough, tough couple matches this weekend. Yeah, they do. WKU Holiday Inn University Plaza Invitational. Uh, the Guffs kick off the tournament Friday against Northern Kentucky. Saturday, they play Toledo. And then on Saturday, they also play number 21, Western Kentucky. They are always ranked in the top 20, mm-hmm. 20 top 25. Uh, they're one of the best volleyball programs in the area. It, they're a good test. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, you, don't, you may not beat them, but, but it sure does make you better to play them. And, I mean, honestly, like, Western Kentucky is definitely the face of this tournament. I know it's their home tournament. I know they're in the top 25. But Northern Kentucky was picked to win their conference, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um I know Toledo's good. They're a Mac school. Yeah. And uh, Mac schools tend to be pretty good at Maxion. volleyball. Maction. Ain't no action like Maction. Nothing like so, Maction. I mean, this, this is a tournament that, you know, you want to see the Govs go in. Yes, Western Kentucky's going to be the tall task, but you want to go out and compete against Northern Kentucky. You want to go out, hopefully pick up a win against one of those three schools, maybe a couple wins. Um, maybe sweep them. Sweep it. Why not? I mean, pull up the upsets. Why not? I'm all for it. There's another red out this weekend, Alex. Is there? At Forterra Stadium when the Govs host Mississippi Valley State. Uh, big football game. Big football red yeah. out. It's family weekend. It's teacher appreciation weekend. It's a red out. 
It's the first time the Govs have ever played a school from the SWAC in football. Is it like that's hard to believe? Like, I, I, I also feel thought, like we've played. I also somebody from thought the SWAC. it was hard to believe, but I have looked through the record books. I cannot find another game against the SWAC team. If I'm wrong, someone please tell me. But I can't find one. Okay. It's and then we play another SWAC school next week with Alabama yep. A&M. Uh, I also thought it was crazy. Uh, like I said earlier. Mississippi Valley State, they want to run the ball. Uh, the Delta Devils have the SWAC's top returning rusher in Caleb Johnson. Uh, he's a big physical <coughs> running back. Yeah. They just, he ran for 1,000 yards last year. They just want to give him the ball and mm-hmm. let him do damage. So that's what that's what they're going to do. Uh, our defense, I think, is up for the task. I think we've got enough size up front to stop the run. Okay. And then if they have to try and throw the ball, I think we've got the length and the speed to stop that. Mm-hmm. But I also love that all of our safeties can come up and stop the run too. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you contain Caleb Johnson. I think you've got a pretty good chance, and mm-hmm. I think uh, Govs win the game if they, if they, if they bottle him up. You have a prediction for the game? Oh uh, boy, I, I think that I think Mississippi Valley State punches punches one in at least. Okay, uh, they're they're going to score, like, I don't know, like thir- 30, 35-ish to like ten, Austin P. Okay. I can't remember what I said last week, but I was way off by giving Presbyterian 21 points. Yeah, you get, I look I really told dumb you, on I that I told one. you less points, and yeah, and, and yeah but I'm going to – maybe not even 35, like maybe like 35 to 7, something like that. I think we score we score 35 to 40, uh, one, one score for the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. They're going to punch it in with Caleb Johnson once. They're a good team. They're physical, but, but I, think, I think we're just – we're a little too much to handle on offense for most people, and our defense is too, too, too long and versatile yeah. for everyone else. So when I was putting together or like looking through their roster and stuff like that uh, a couple days ago, I saw that their defensive line for Mississippi Valley State's kind of skinny, kind of short. Um, I think we're about to run all over them. Okay. Give me 49 to 3. 49 to 3. 49 to 3. You, you didn't go as extreme last week. You kept it a little conservative and you said not anymore. Not anymore. I was like... You're going for the I, glory. I gave Presbyterian way too much credit. You're going for the home run call on this one. 49 to 3. 49 to 3. And we had what? Governors. We had what? 306 rushing yards last week? Yes. Something like that? 350. We ran, we ran for 306 and passed for just 301. So give me 350 rushing yards for the Govs. 350 yards? 350 yards. That's a lot of yards. That's, uh, I'm not sure what the program record is. I don't know either. But, but that's like, got to be pretty close, like, right? I feel like we ran the ball a lot when we were non-scholarship and not very good. Yeah. So like, if you run the ball enough, you're gonna you're gonna sneak. A, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it's close. Okay. I don't know if it hits the record, but I'd like to say that it's probably not not too too yeah. terribly far off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna say 350, and uh, I'm gonna say we're gonna run all over them. And that's not me saying that we're not gonna be able to pass the ball because I think we're gonna be able to pass the ball too. But I think we're gonna be a lot of uh, I think we're gonna get up early, grind it yeah. out, wear them down. Exactly. There you go. Golf team, both of them kick off their season this week at both of them are at the Golf Week fall uh, fall program challenges down in down in Pauly's Island, South Carolina. The men are going to play at the True Blue Golf Course in Pauly's Island. Uh, Reese Britt, Morgan Robinson, Adam Van Raden, Daniel Love, and Jacob Falk Scholar. That is the lineup for Coach Robbie Wilson in the debut tournament of the season. Uh, two new faces in there. That's mm-hmm. Daniel Love, a Middle Tennessee transfer, and Jacob Falk Scholar. He is a North Alabama transfer. And then uh, leading the way, you got Reese Britt. That's a sophomore who played in – I don't think he played in more than three tournaments last year. Yeah. So uh, a lot of uh, lot of new faces in there. But mm-hmm. also that could mean there's a lot of potential in that group. So excited to see what they can do. Uh, you know what Adam Van Raden's going to give you. He's going to give you a nice steady steady round. Adam Van Raden can go out and win a tournament, but he's never going to go out and lose you a tournament is exactly. my take on him. 
really, really steady. And Morgan Robinson qualified for the team as well. So excited to see what he does this year. And uh, I believe it's his last senior year. I feel like he's been here a while. Yeah. I, off the top of my head, I'm blank now. But I, I don't even want to guess. I couldn't guess. Excited, excited to see what they can do down, down in South Carolina. Uh, the ladies are also in South Carolina at the Golf Week Program Challenge. They're going to play at the Caledonia Golf and Fish Club in Polly's Island. Uh, I believe the lineup looks like Erica Scott, Taylor Dedman, Kaylee Campbell, Shelby Pleasance, and Maggie Glass will make her debut in the lineup. Not sure about the order, but I believe that is the five for head coach Jessica Combs. Uh, the first four, they were in those spots, or they were all in the lineup last year, and uh, there was kind of one spot that seemed up for grabs, and it looks like Maggie went ahead and earned it in qualifying. So excited to see what they can do. They were good last year. They return a lot of that good from yeah. last year, and uh, I think they're going to be a problem for a lot of people. Go repeat. Different conference. Still repeat in a different conference. We're the OVC chance forever. Uh, Katie Etheridge, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and the newly hired Shardy Hutchman. She's not really newly hired anymore. She's been here a month, I feel like. Uh, Shardy Hutchman, they've got all the community service opportunities for you, the student-athlete. Classes are back. Get back out there in the community. Do some good. Do some community service. Loaves and Fishes, Mana Cafe, they all missed you. Get back out there. I know the men's basketball team spent some time at Mana Cafe, I believe. They did. Mana Cafe last week. There's a video out about that on the Govs MBB Twitter. Go check that out. And uh, go watch each other play. Yeah. Support each other. Get those Govs Cup points. Yep. But don't do it for the points. Do it for each other. Yep. Go out there and have some fun. Govs support Govs. Go watch some soccer. Go watch some football. Go watch some golf in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Alex. Yes, sir. How do people follow us on social media? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P. Or on Facebook at Austin P. Governors. Let's Go P.com for dates, news, stories, and all the information you could ever need. Cody Bush, Nate, Alyssa Petroni, Alex Allard, Chris Austin, and myself. Tickets. You can get tickets on there too, Alex. Can you really? Yep. And you can, or you can get them from our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Football tickets, they're on sale right now. There are still some seats you can get that get you access to the Buffalo Wild Wings Blazing VIP Zone. Free wings, beer, drinks, everything you could want. And it's at the end zone of the football field. So you get to watch football while you eat all that. Sounds like a great, great game day to me. All you can eat. That's where you want to be. Buy tickets to that or just buy tickets for wherever you want on Saturday's game. If you want to sit there, do it. If you don't want to sit there, fine. But be at Fortera Stadium on Saturday. I think they'll probably still sell you season tickets, too, but you already missed a game. Yeah. Maybe they won't. I mean, still. I don't know. It's probably the best. If you want to come to four more games, it's probably your best deal still. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there. Buy those tickets. Baseball tickets still on sale, Alex. Yeah, they are. Earliest in the country, baby. I still haven't seen anybody else release them yet. Nobody else is selling baseball tickets, but we are. Uh, January 1, the price increases. Get your tickets before then. You're going to want to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Alex. Yes, sir. Are basketball tickets available? Renewals are available. Or season ticket renewals. They're yep. available. Uh, so. The Shooty Hoops season ticket renewals. Alex, what do you got on that? Come on, basketball <laughs> contact. Um, How long are renewals? When are, when are they done? I honestly don't know. I, I, I didn't I didn't write the release. Jeez. My bad. Basketball season tickets. Get online. Let's go P.com. Let's buy tickets to renew those. Uh, both basketball teams put out their non-conference schedules yesterday, they too. Are. Women, yep. what? They got a big trip to Duke. Yep, they're going to go to Duke, and we're going to play in a tournament in Savannah, Georgia. And a couple of good teams in that tournament. Davidson. Uh, Again, third time we're going to play Davidson in two years. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, and, and then you look at the men's schedule. I know they go to Tennessee. They go to Purdue. Um, I know they're going to go to Murray State again. They got a couple of big games in the, on couple, the schedule. A couple of big games on the basketball schedule. You're going to want to be in the done for that. So go renew those season tickets. And then when that's done, if you don't have season tickets, go buy the season tickets. Yep. Buy them. Buy them now. The last season in the Dunn Center. You don't want to miss it. No. Don't, don't want to miss it at all. Alex. 
Yep. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website, letsgopee.com, backslash podcast. Give us a rating review. How many stars? I'd say five. Five of? The stars. Five of five stars. Five of five stars. That is what we are looking for. All five stars, please. Want to suggest a guest? Let us know if a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Give us your NFL Super Bowl predictions before the season starts. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone that sat through the rain and made last week's atmosphere for Terra Stadium great. Let's do it again this week. Hopefully we'll get some better weather. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. <laughs>